March 28, 1584, Muscovy, the land that would become Russia. Feared Tsar Ivan Rurik sits down to play chess with statesman Bodgan Belsky. Unknown to both men as his game will go unfinished. The 16th century boy turned bloodthirsty tyrant would die peacefully at the age of 53 by stroke, leaving his throne to fall victim to his son, an unfit ruler who would die childless just 14 years later. While the Rurik dynasty wouldn't last, the memory of Ivan's evil would stand through time. In Kolomenskoy, near Moscow, August 25th, 1530, during a summer storm, a child is born. Ivan's father, Grand Prince Vasily III, had been warned by a priest that his son would be born evil due to his divorce and second marriage to Ivan's mother, the Grand Prince's second wife, Yelena Golinskaya. At just three years old, Ivan would be proclaimed Grand Prince after his father's sudden death. For five years, his mother Yelena would rule in his name until her assumed assassination in 1538. For the next nine years, the leaders of the warrior caste known as boyers around the young Prince Ivan would fight for rule through him. This murderous period no doubt leaving a devastating impression on Ivan and leading to his lifelong disdain of the boyers. Nearly a decade after his mother's death, with the influence of Metropolitan Priest Makari on January 16, 1547, at 16 years old, Ivan was crowned Tsar. The new Tsar would be married just one month later to Anastasia Romanov. Soon after the Tsar's coronation, a great fire swept the streets of Moscow. Perhaps a warning of Ivan's future, the fire would be called witchcraft. The blame of this witchcraft would land on the members of Ivan's own family. These riots would lead to the death of these relatives. Ivan used this disaster to place blame on powerful figures to have them executed for allegedly planning the riots. Turning this moment of terror into political advantage would be a small window into Muscovy's future. The young Tsar would embark on reforms and wide programs for Muscovy's administrations, helping to further establish a Christian state. Church councils summoned in 1547 and 1549 would strengthen the church's affairs in Muscovy, canonizing a large number of Russian saints. With both government reforms and religious affirmation, Muscovy would move from its hereditary-based leadership of those like the Boyers, and instead aim to serve the interests of those loyalists willing to work in the best interests of Ivan. By 1560, 30-year-old Ivan's views had changed. This year, his first wife Anastasia would die, leaving him with two surviving sons, Elder, also named Ivan, born in 1554, and his youngest, named Fyodor, born in 1557. Ivan, free from the grasp of the boyars and safe in his rule both by political and religious authority, would raise a standing army and look east towards the Tatars. The people who had pillaged his land with impunity for decades were stunningly defeated, securing Muscovy's eastern border. While Ivan had his victory, his people were more concerned with the famine plaguing their crops. Ignoring his people and instead using his power to oppress them further, Ivan would look west in an attempt to break Muscovy's st landlocked status. This would prove disastrously unsuccessful. In 1564, Ivan left Moscow, sending a letter to his court blaming the aristocracy for his inability to rule. The public now blamed all its hardships and losses on the boyars, and they were forced to bring back Ivan, this time giving him complete control. From this removal of balance around the Tsar, Ivan now had absolute control to remove any checks on his power. Splitting the land into two, a territory where Ivan had complete control and a space for the boyars to keep their former status. To keep power in Ivan's land, he created the secret police, known as Opryknik. The Opryknik launched a wave of terror against political opponents and the population alike. In an attempt to keep the boyars in fear of Ivan's rule, the Opryknik were permitted to commit crimes against them, including the abduction and rape of married women of this class, now adding unwanted children to the boyars' bloodline, banishing, killing or torturing any member of the class Ivan felt were conspiring against him. In 1566, Ivan expanded his territory, taking the territory from 12,000 nobles, 
From these, 570 were conscripted into his secret police. The remaining 11,430 fled or were expelled. Unfortunately for the citizens under Ivan, to keep his police loyal they were given immunity under the law. His sadistic army of oppression would rape, kill, rob or torture anyone they chose, which forced a mass exodus of the Muscovy population. Ivan's land now lacked farmers, stayed locked in an economic collapse and an eventual war against the western powers. In fear of the village Novgorod's potential defecting, Ivan allowed his secret police to pillage the land and its surrounding neighbours, the victims of which have been documented as high as 60,000. While this number is contested, the torture and execution of citizens is well documented. Even the Archbishop was tortured and released in the forest to be hunted by his police. Today, many remember Ivan for his most personal murder when reflecting on his terror. On November 15, 1581, Ivan beat his eldest son to death following a heated argument over both the Tsar's handling of his war against Poland and his abuse of Ivan the eldest's wife after a beating by the Tsar resulted in her miscarriage. The brutal dictatorial abuse against Novgorod would expand over Muscovy. In total, the number of people killed by Ivan's hand has been argued to be as high as 200,000. The torture, rape and killing of all classes of Muscovy's population has left a dark stain on Russia's past. However, Ivan can be linked as directly responsible for the country's growth. Now a world superpower, justification of Ivan's terror is still impossible to find. Although a mistranslation of his title, terrible, only fits his monstrous ways the more the word becomes, a definition of all things horrible. With both personal misdeeds and the allowance of genocide, torture, rape and pillaging, Ivan's story is a lengthy record of horror. This is how Ivan the Terrible lived.